Hey everybody, Nate Carter here, just sitting at my drum set as we bring you today's Cornerstone Connection Daily Devotional. Now, uh, this setting here today has nothing to do with the fact that one of my bucket list ideas is that I want to learn to play the drums someday. I actually can't play a lick uh, of drums, and, uh, but I love it. It's one of my favorite instruments. The reason I'm sitting at the drum set here today uh, is because the drum, set were, were, the drum set was kind of the focal point of the worship wars uh, back in the 1990s, maybe early 2000s, uh, when, when people were just um, up in arms about the idea that you would bring a drum set into the house of God, into worship. And uh, it became uh, kind of a, a fight between the, the, the drum set and the organ, and which one would we have in our sanctuaries. And uh, so it, it became the, the focal point. And uh, what we find here today in today's reading in the book of Acts, uh, chapter 15, is kind of the, the very first worship war that shows up in, in the book of Acts. And it comes up over a theological discussion uh, between some of the, the newly converted Jewish Christians uh, and then the Gentile believers. And it's significant and uh, it's worth for us understanding uh, what was going on here. In the beginning of chapter 15, uh, it says that some men from Judea arrived and began to teach the believers that unless you are circumcised as required by the law of Moses, you cannot be saved. So here we have some, some devout Jews that have now converted to Christianity, uh, but they're still holding on to the law of Moses, saying it, it's kind of like Jesus plus. You need, to, you need to believe in Jesus, but you also need to preserve and hold on to the ancient traditional laws that we uh, have believed for, for generations. Uh, but then later on in verse 5, it says, But then some of the believers who belonged to the sect of the Pharisees stood up and insisted the Gentile con converts must be circumcised and required to follow the law of Moses. So again, we see that now it's re it, these, uh, these Pharisees are requiring that anyone who wants to uh, follow Jesus must also follow the law of Moses. Now this is dangerous territory because Jesus has claimed that he's fulfilled the law. Uh, and so the and and we've seen earlier in the in the book of Acts that some of the ceremonial uh, laws uh, no longer apply uh, in terms of of what, for instance, what we eat. Uh, it, it no longer needs to apply to those who follow who follow Jesus. And verse eleven. Um, we, we hear now that the, the followers of the way responding and saying, we believe that we are all saved the same way by the undeserved grace of the Lord Jesus. So, so we're hearing the apostles speak up now and say, guys, it's all about grace. It's not Jesus plus. It's not grace plus something else. It's not uh, grace plus the law of Moses. It's, it's just grace. And that's, that's the only way that we're saved. In fact, the law never saved us. And so we have now these two competing sides uh, speaking to each other. Uh, later on, uh, we hear kind of a final verdict in verse 19. that says, and so my judgment is that we should not make it difficult for the Gentiles who are turning to God. In other words, let's not place uh, undue requirements on those that are following God now. Uh, there's no way that the gospel is going to go out into all the world if we also impose these extra unnecessary requirements on those who follow God. 
it, it's interesting that, that at the end there, they do, um, they do again in verse uh, 20, um, they place a few restrictions on those that are Gentiles that are choosing to follow Jesus now, that they uh, should abstain from eating food offered to idols, from sexual immorality, and from eating the, the meat of strangled animals, and from consuming blood. Now, these are all pagan activities that those Gentiles would have likely participated in prior to converting to uh, the way, to following Jesus. And so it's, it's a way of saying, uh, it's, a, it's a marker that's saying, as we are deciding to follow Jesus, um, we are also going to, um, to stop some of these pagan activities so that, so that we're separating ourselves from the way that we once were and are now saying we're following Jesus. Uh, it's also a, a, a concession to the Jewish Christians to say, uh, you know, th those things are particularly offensive to you. And so uh, in a way of honoring you, we're going to abstain from those activities. Back to the drum set now. Uh, it's, it's interesting that some of the, uh, the early missionaries to other parts of the world um, would, some of the European missionaries uh, in the last few centuries, uh, went to places like Africa and they would require the people, they, they helped people con convert to following Jesus, but then they put on this requirement that, that now they had to change everything about their lifestyle, including particularly the way that they worshiped. Uh, and they would require them to, to sing European uh, hymns and follow European customs of worship. And, it, and it, it was unnecessary. It was doing away with the local uh, expression of the people, the local African people, uh, the way that they would worship God in, in their own musical styles and their own traditions. And it was putting these, uh, these restrictions and regulations on them that were unnecessary. Well, it's the same thing that happened now a couple centuries later, uh, more recent history in the worship wars, these uh, unnecessary restrictions that in order to rightly worship God, we have to use uh, the pipe organ. Uh, and on the converse is true as well, is that in order to rightly worship God, we need to use instruments that are modern and contemporary. Those regulations are not part of what it means to follow Jesus. Uh, it's by grace alone, and Jesus can be worshipped in, in any way, in our own contemporary way, in pipe organ and hymns, in the European customs, in African traditions. As long as we're lifting up the name of Jesus, uh, we need not follow the restrictive regulations uh, of any one people group, but instead uh, celebrating that anyone who turns to Jesus and and accepts the grace of God uh, can be a part of following him and part of his kingdom forever. So let me just remind you uh, not to put undue restrictions on others in how they worship God, but accept the fact that we worship in many different unique ways. But also let's not put restrictions on ourselves. Let's not restrict ourselves in the way that we worship God either, but let's let ourselves uh, worship God in many wonderful ways uh, and, and join with the community of the rest of the world in the diversity of how God is worshiped. Praise God, his gospel continues to spread to the ends of the earth.